What's up, Thumpers? Welcome back to another episode of Hyper Heroes here on Hyper Rabbit Power Goat. We now live in a post-Avengers Endgame universe. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you this right at the top of this episode. There are things in this episode that are going to be spoilers. We're going to spoil the crap out of it. So we're going to put time codes in the description. So if you want to get <laughs> yeah. past the spoilers... You know where to can, look. Can we just make a disclaimer that from this episode on, it's all, all going to have spoilers but, from but now like, on? Because this episode's coming out this weekend. Right? Yeah. So it's not until Monday is when the official, according to the Russos mm -hmm. and according to my dumbass Twitter post, <laughs> no, 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 no. can we actually just talk I've about I've seen it? commercials on TV that show of course, Professor Hulk, that show Rescue, yeah. that matter. show the final Doesn't fight. Matter. I know. Like, We're going to give all these babies two weekends <laughs> like they asked for. <laughs> Ten days. Go see it. This, if you still haven't seen it, go see it this weekend, like literally right now Saturday yeah. Sunday don't watch us because go watch the movie Monday. and then come back and watch us I'm just gonna be tweeting shit I'm just, just like, tweeting this everything all this was tight this was tight hell yeah, yeah. uh yeah 100% agree so just so you know uh it's full spoiler territory today yeah uh, also I want to let you know everyone on the Patreon has been absolutely crushing it patreon.com slash hyper RPG we hit our first goal which is unlocking movie commentaries we announced a very special uh RPG that we're now going to be debuting every single month on the Patreon Mass Effect RPG Advantum uh Naeem is behind the camera he's just kind of nodding his head and he's very excited uh they've been doing a great job filming episodes for that we just dropped the first one and then every month going forward there will be a new episode posted exclusively to patreon we also have a poll out right now for movie commentary it's the first movie commentary we're also going to be recording a movie commentary for dark man that is for the patreon uh, from, from last year to fulfill a reward from last year yep. this that one is for dark man sam raimi's dark man we're going to make that one public just so you all understand and i kind of have an idea of what the movie commentaries are going to be like and then if you want to join the patreon you can go ahead and do that and you'll have access to all the ones that we're going to do in the future yeah uh, we also had some great questions if you join the five dollar hyper homie tier you have an opportunity to submit questions we are literally like 2% away from unlocking monthly Q&As through Patreon only. Damn. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of opportunities for a lot more questions from and you guys. And we're like 60% to the Invincible podcast? Something like that, Ooh. yeah. Like, we're getting there. We're getting there. So <laughs> yep, I'm yep, excited yep. to do that. I, I yeah. hope we can get to that. Uh, so far, everyone's been crushing it. It's been amazing. Yeah. Do we want to tell so people what much. movie is in the lead right now? Yeah. So the movie currently in the lead, I believe it's about 45%. Uh, is John Wick the first. Yeah, boy. John Wick the first. John Wick the, the first. first. <laughs> uh, so obviously John Wick is coming out later this yeah. month. So the way that we sort of selected all the movies was I put together a list of movies coming out theatrically on Blu-ray and movies that are celebrating anniversaries, 10, 15, 20, 25, yeah. and so on. And then out of the list, we each kind of like picked a few movies that we thought would be really, really fun. Right. Um, I'm going to spoil this question because it wasn't included on the list, but Jamaica Hayes, Thank you so much for being a patron. Oh. Uh, is she, she in a grito? Yeah, she is. She does. But she, <laughs> but, but she also has a question quick later. Quick one. Quick one. <laughs> a okay. quickie. A little, little quick <laughs> one. Thank you, Jamaica. Um, Thank you. Had a great question asking if we were going to take submissions from our patrons or if we're going to be taking submissions from people. We'd, we'll have to talk about that and figure out exactly how that would work because there are over 500 or f about 400 some odd people on Patreon. Yeah. So we took over 400 submissions. I don't even know where we would start to filter out to. all right, those things. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I think we'd have to sort of figure something out. So we'll do yeah. that and, and uh, we'll keep you guys updated on how we, on yeah. how we do all that. But yeah. yes, we obviously want you guys to submit. Part of, part of the uh, voting uh, process should also be you guys being able to submit yeah, options. Absolutely. But right now we have eight options. Yeah. <laughs> and for those who are not in on the know, do, can we tell them what those eight options are because we know that John Wick the first is winning but what else is on there uh, do I don't remember all eight yeah. of them off yeah. the top of my head but I know Chronicle is on there because Brightburn's coming out um, you had picked How to Train Your Dragon How to Train Three, Your Dragon 3 and Drag Me to Hell, Drag me to hell. Star Trek yeah. 2009 yep. what was the other thing you picked um, Maverick. 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 25th Maverick. anniversary yeah. of Maverick. Yeah. Maverick. Yeah. So Godzilla's on Godzilla's there. Godzilla's on there. Uh -huh. um, 
What, what did you pick, Adam? You, you picked a bunch of them. I you picked, picked four. four. Yeah. I picked John Wick, Godzilla, Godzilla um, Chronicle. I think I still have What's the sheet. What's the other one? Let me, let me see if I can find the sheet real quick. Oh, man. I can't remember what the eighth one is. Yeah, but if you go to Patreon, cool. you'll be able to find out what they yeah. are. Yeah, great. so we definitely try to pick movies that, that were relevant to the month's releases yeah. or stuff that's on Blu-ray. And as the Patreon continues to grow, we'll have opportunities to kind of split some stuff apart. If, if we reach a certain goal that we come up with, we can then just do a video that's just related to Blu-ray releases mm-hmm. or just anniversary mm-hmm. stuff or just theatrical releases. Mm-hmm. So there's plenty of opportunities. It just depends on how the Patreon grows. And if it continues growing, we'll be able to unlock all those possibilities. But for now, we kind of have to bundle everything together as mm-hmm. it's small. And as it grows, we can sort of branch it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah. To, to cool, start, like, start young. Plant them seeds. Plant, Plant them, them seeds, seeds baby. baby. The potentiality, as Hector <laughs> likes to say. <laughs> Thank you. It's my favorite word. Uh, also, we're obviously... Avengers Endgame has been doing incredibly well at the box office. $1.7 billion. Wow. It's expected to make an additional $150 plus million this weekend, which means it will beat The Force Awakens second weekend. Yeah. They're not expecting a huge drop-off. Uh, this thing has the potential to, to go very, very far and yeah. to potentially... Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Malik is just crawling under the light, <laughs> no, so no. the no shadow goes by. Um, but it has the potential to slowly start reaching... Uh, the potential to be Avatar movies status. like Titanic yeah. and, and Avatar. Yeah. Uh, so, that, so that's really, really exciting. Uh, speaking of The Force Awakens, before we start, this is I think we need to talk about this. Peter Mayhew, yeah. who the actor who portrayed Chewbacca in episodes 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7, uh, passed away at the age of 74. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that I've seen about Peter Mayhew online for the last 48 to 72 hours mm-hmm has been nothing but love. Yeah. Uh, Jack yeah. Shipley tweeted something really, really great about running into Peter Mayhew when he was at a celebration, and Peter Mayhew was seated next to Ray Park. Ray Park's line was endless, and Peter Mayhew's wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jack went up and talked to him, and he just talked about how Peter Mayhew was so kind and yeah. just so humble. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chewbacca is probably like one of my <coughs> favorite characters in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. He's definitely someone who is that shoulder to lean and cry on. He's that best friend. He's aggressive, yet gentle mm-hmm. and kind. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just one of the most beloved characters in Star Wars. So it's a huge loss, obviously, to the Star Wars community. And uh, it's an amazing character. And, and, you know, they got somebody really, really good to sort of take over the mantle yeah. for, for Peter yeah. Mayhew. But, did you, you know, see his message as well? On I did. Jonas Wotmo, yeah. Yeah, that really great message. Really, really great mm-hmm. to see pictures of both of them with the black makeup. Yeah, yeah. with the eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. It, it, you're absolutely right. And, and even before we uh you know before he passed away hmm. i thought you were going to say every message you've ever heard of this actor in the decades leading up to where we are now mm-hmm. has yeah. always been one that's been positive oh. that's true and too for the most part that's they have been yeah. Yeah. this isn't yeah. a out of nowhere no. let's be respectful and we, right. you know, I mean, oh, we forgot about him yeah and consistently for 40 plus years by yeah. fans and by people yeah. who worked yeah. with him yeah i mean harrison ford had a beautiful thing to say about yeah. him and their friendship and how they've been friends for so many years obviously they worked so closely together right they were um, best buds yeah exactly yeah. like yeah. literally in in, in yeah. fiction and in reality yeah. so yeah it's a huge loss but you know Every time a Star Wars actor passes away, we're reminded of what kind of legacy they leave. Right. You know, outside of Star Wars, some of these actors didn't necessarily do a lot, but the impact they had on one franchise was so yeah. huge that they will be forever remembered for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And to be remembered as someone like Chewbacca, you yeah. know, is is great. And yeah. and a lot of these actors do incredible chari- charity work as well. So right. Right. they're leaving behind uh, behind really amazing legacies. My favorite so. thing to come out of, well, not that it's favorite thing, of, out of this situation, mm-hmm. but is all the fan art that comes out. Like yeah. everybody paying tribute. I saw this really beautiful Calvin and Ar- Hobbes art style mm-hmm. where Princess Leia 
is leading Chewbacca, and they're like, "Look, you're here now!" And like, it's it was a really beautiful, That's like right. beautiful fitting yeah. for him. So, so nice. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I nothing but respect for the guy. Obviously, never met him. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it would be, it would have been cool to meet him. Uh, but yeah, you're right. He's gonna live on forever yeah. in, in in the hearts Pretty and cool. minds of all our Star yeah. Wars freaks. I met him once at Star Wars Comic Con, very very briefly, yeah. and he was super super nice. Yeah. Um. So. I guess now we can get into the <laughs> post-Endgame revelations. Oh, my boom. goodness. So, boom. again, spoilers to the nth degree. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of discussion over the last you know week since this movie's been out. Yeah. A lot of people trying to pick apart a lot of the logic of the story and things yeah. that happen, things that are not explained, things that right. are explained but don't make sense. I, and I talked about this a little bit in our review, and I think that's sort of the general consensus is because this movie is just so good and entertaining and it fulfills so much of a promise started 11 years ago, there are a lot of nitpicks mm-hmm. that I don't necessarily care for mm-hmm. or things Agreed. that I interpreted f- myself as a, right. as a movie watcher that I didn't need explained, right. that I interpreted. And it, it, it kind of sucked to, to see the Rousseau brothers you know, less than a week after this movie's been out to feel obligated to have to answer all these things <laughs> that reporters are asking them. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. we wait a little longer before yeah. we talk about yeah. this stuff? Yeah. Like but the movie is still super hot in theaters yeah. and now they're on like a question answering press tour. It yeah. Like. It's like Endgame 101. It kind of sucks, dude. Yeah. It's sucking to me, honestly. And I hate to be nitpicky like that, but it's kind of sucking the fun out of the movie right now. Yeah. I, I mean, Christopher Nolan, the, one of my favorite moments in 2010 was when Inception came out mm-hmm. and a lot of people at the end of the movie are like, well, how can you leave us on such a quil- cliffhanger? Or not tell us yeah. whether or not Cobb gets out of right, right, the right. mind the, the mind game or not. Like, right. is he is he in reality or is he not? And Chris yeah. was like, "That's up to you to decide." Yeah, like, exactly. We we planted all the seeds. Exactly. We, we told you the story. We gave you all the info. Now it's up to you to decipher it. Just like when uh, Childish Gambino came out with "This Is America," mm-hmm. so much stuff in there. And they, they was asked <laughs> about it. He was like. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's like however you, you interpret you it. You get what you want from it. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like he doesn't yeah. need to explain it because he, what he says is there and it's up to you to decipher it. Yeah. And and not to say that like they shouldn't answer our questions, but mm-hmm. also like just enjoy it for now. <laughs> like think about it later. Yeah. Maybe think yeah. about it after Far From Home because yeah. there's still some questions yeah. that exactly. are going to be answered it's there. It's annoying when I'm seeing people that go, I didn't like the movie because this thing didn't make sense. Exactly. Because yeah. it's usually like, Cool, cool, cool. You didn't pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> like they do explain. Someone tweeted me, and then they someone tweeted me, and then they deleted their tweet because they realized they were wrong. Yeah, because yeah. they yeah. didn't think about it. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, well, at least I didn't have to answer. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, and that exactly. sucks. And that's a bummer that, that that people I'm seeing on the internet are going straight to like, I didn't like the movie because it's yeah. like the entire minute, movie. Man. Yeah, you didn't even like there again. There's an explanation for you it. You didn't mm-hmm. connect the like, dots here. Also, like what Adam said a second ago, though, just like let yourself enjoy the movie right. without letting that right. stuff like break it for you right. because it yeah. shouldn't really because it if shouldn't you're, if you're upset about that you really should have been you really should not have been excited at all about the first iron man yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. any of that stuff in yeah. there too. Like, yeah. it's all but fake. also they know the community we're in like yeah. they know that it's all these details and things like this yeah. is sure. the reason why we're so invested in it mm-hmm. right like sure. we spent true. the last 10 years because Oh crap! Now Thor, uh, the uh, what's it called? The second one, Thor two. Dark, Dark World. Yeah. yeah, I even forgot the name. <laughs> now that one makes a lot more it sense matters. though, and it makes yeah. me really want to pay attention to it now. Yeah, or like, y- y- and then even like in the Winter Soldier, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, they reveal like they hint it. Oh, Winter Soldier Bucky kills mm-hmm. Howard and Maria Stark, and right. then that pays off in some. And then yeah. it pays so off. There exactly. are these little details that, that that's, that's yeah. part of the whole thing. Right, right, right. 
So, but it's I, I feel yeah. like honestly it's too soon. Like let's yeah. just chill mm-hmm. out a little bit. Let's hold our questions till after Far From Home. Yeah. And then and then we'll yeah. see what's up. I've watched that's it. The the phase. I've watched it four times now. Same. Um just once, I s- guys. I saw it in IMAX. Again, brother. I know. I saw it in IMAX three D, which is absolutely gorgeous down at the yeah. Chinese theater. And then I saw it uh in three D, just regular three D yeah. uh, up here at Universal. Um, and it's great. Every time I watch it, I notice something new. Yeah. You know, so like, I, found I think. Howard the Duck. At the yeah. End. You found it. See? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Started looking, I'm like, there he is. There he is. Yeah. Yeah. Found him. Yeah. Like, every, <laughs> I understood that reference. every time I watch the movie, there's something new. Or there's, yeah. Yeah, there, or there is something yeah. plot related. I'm like, oh, they did. They did talk about it. It's, it's a very quick address, but yeah. there it is. Yeah. It's that it's thing. There. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of stuff. So here, here we're going to go through. We're not going to, like, go into detail. Yeah. We're going to kind of go through the list. Because we could spend hours talking about this. There's only a few things, I think, on here that are kind of important. But, one of the big things, obviously, Kevin Feige, they did an Academy conversation with Marcus McFeely, uh, Christopher Marcus, and Stephen McFeely, and Joe Russo talking about when these movie stars to sort of be plotted out. And it's sort of been in the game plan about five or six years, but it really wasn't until Civil War that they started figuring out what the story was okay. when they were in production on Civil okay, War. Cool. So that just goes to show how far ahead they make the decisions for a lot of these movies. That's before Ant-Man and the Wasp. Thor Ragnarok, I mean, Spider-Man Homecoming, think, all these movies are being Avengers made. Avengers 1. Thanos was in Avengers yeah, 1, exactly, dude. Yeah, like, exactly. I saw it on TV the other day. I was like, how long ago was this? I like, know. they've been thinking about this for such it's a insane. long time. And like, you it's know, crazy. I mean, seven years yeah. doesn't feel like a long time, but you think about how many movies have come out in seven years. It's it's for absolutely crazy. Well, yeah. I, to me, it, it really, it, it sparks it because we, all of us career-wise, were in such a different place yeah. back then too. Yeah. Like yeah. we were all working on those movies back then. And I'm just like, how long ago was that? Like, I know that was so nine years long ago, ago that we started doing visual effects. What? That's crazy. It's crazy. Uh. I know it's insane. Uh, another thing that they revealed was, uh, it was Robert Downey's idea to not actually talk during his death scene. He felt that it added weight to sort of the severity of the injuries he Absolutely. sustained from snapping his fingers. Yeah. Therefore, it, when he dies, you, you really feel like, Oh damn, like there really was a sacrifice made because he always has something to say. Exactly. And instead being the futurist that he is, he records a message that they play later at the funeral yeah. or prior yeah. to the funeral, which, yeah. which I thought was great. Uh, so uh, all of that was Robert Downey's idea. That was Robert Downey's it doesn't idea. doesn't surprise me because I just spent today yeah. doing the special features for Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they talked about how once they signed Downey, yeah. he's such a good collaborator. Right. And he, right. Co- and he got so excited about the story as yeah. well. And he's, you know, he's <coughs> yeah. Iron Man and he's, and he's Tony Stark and he's contributing yeah. the ideas to that storyline yep. and to how they're shooting scenes and yeah. the blocking and everything so that like he was, he's the type of actor that works with the Rousseaus where he'll like give a little bit something and then he'll kind of step back and sort of let them let be. them take yep. it yeah. but like they talked about that relationship so yeah. it does not surprise me that even to end game yeah. that's what he's delivering yeah and they talked about them they said a lot of not a lot but there are definitely actors who are a little more hands-offish sure. where they completely entrust Marvel mm-hmm. to do what they want to do with the characters but you've got then you have people like RDJ Chris Evans Hemsworth mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. mostly like the core Avengers who are very much they want to have input they want to help shape the arc and the trajectory of the character where yep. they can go yep. Yep. there's a big thing about Hemsworth in here as well and we saw it from Thor to Thor to the Dark World to Ragnarok and going forward uh-huh. how the character evolves and a lot of that came from Hemsworth and Joe Russo had a lot of <laughs> praise for Hemsworth as an actor it who can feels one very much like him yeah where it can be one really good looking two yeah. be mm-hmm. comedic but three when he has emotional moments and he's really dealing with a lot of anguish and pain he delivers yeah. it so it's, it's been great. like a badass yeah while doing it. so yeah. it's been great to really to hear that, like what you're talking about on special features or through interviews, that these actors are very much collaborative, and that Marvel is accepting of them, that they 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 openly, uh, nice Malika, <laughs> good, good job. <laughs> that they embrace that, that they embrace yeah. creativity. Uh, so th- I think that's great. Yeah. Um, 
this is sort of a big thing because there was a lot of conversations online. Why didn't the Avengers take the Space Stone right. or the Tesseract from Asgard while it was in Thor the Dark World? Because technically they were there at the same time. So I guess Marcus and McFeely wrote a draft that had Tony accompanying Thor to Asgard. Mm-hmm. He even had a fight sequence with Heimdall, which is pretty cool. Tony and did? Tony did. Whoa. He was great. supposed okay. to be like in okay. a... like. Um, an invisibility suit, but Heimdall uh, could still technically see him. Yeah, because he can cool. see everything. Yeah, yeah, so you know he thought he was sneaking in all right, the stuff. Right, right. Um, but they were going there to to um, get the ether and, and the tesseract. Yeah. And Joe Russo read it and he said, "Well, but we gotta go. We gotta go to the Avengers. That's like yeah. That that movie is so that's fun iconic. and epic. Yeah. That's iconic. And the reason they said that they avoided that was because they didn't just want the movie to feel like we're going back to the greatest hits. And I'm like, but Thor the Dark World. Yeah. I know. It's not yeah. greatest hits. But, but no one's considering it at that point. But here's the thing. I feel like that's on purpose that they went back to Thor the Dark World because no one considers it a greatest hit. Exactly. So yeah. And I think it works really it's well. It's not as masturbatory. Yes. It's not as self-referential. Right, it's right, not right. as like, oh, you know, Look how awesome lap. we are. Yeah. yeah. It's like, let's go to the one nobody cares about. Exactly. Right. And make it matter. Cost, yeah. Make it matter. So that was that challenge. Mm-hmm. And I think that they, you they know, pulled they achieved it. And it was so important for Thor as a character too. But at the same time, you're going to go to Morag in 2014 to see Peter Quill. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a moment, yeah. and then to go to the Avengers in 2012, mm-hmm. I think was, yeah. was brilliant. It's so. all brilliant, and, and then yeah. going to Vormir, like I think, like there's payoff for all these things uh, going to all these all these places. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. They had other drafts too that that had um, the the Avengers going to what's the um, Shield headquarters in Winter Soldier called the the Triskillian 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 uh, to try to get some stones from there. But they ended up moving it all to Avengers 2012 territory, which okay. I thought was cool. Um, and then obviously, like I was talking about, because Endgame was written before Thor Ragnarok. Chris Hemsworth, Taika, and the writers, they would all have creative meetings together. Those guys flew out from New Zealand or, yeah, from New Zealand where they were filming to Georgia to have meetings about, okay, what are you guys trying to do with Thor in Ragnarok? Does that align up for where we want to take him in Infinity War and Endgame? That's amazing. And it ended up working yeah, out almost really naturally <laughs> really so well. thank god for that otherwise i don't know how hemsworth would have enjoyed playing that role f- moving forward absolutely if he didn't get to keep some of that ragnarok well especially if they were writing two completely different thors yeah you know like yeah. exactly what if the taika's thor wouldn't have talked shit to noob master online yeah you know like <laughs> what if he wouldn't have played Fortnite? Yeah. would it have been thor? the same <laughs> thank you <Thor. laughs> thank you thor. right like it, it could be it would have not have made sense yeah. but i was so beautifully written also that it I, don't, I don't i've i've only seen very few people bring this up but the fact that they put uh korg in in taika's pineapple amazing oh sure yeah is yeah amazing the, the whole, button up. It's, the yeah. whole it's shorts and yeah. the yeah. shirt combo oh, yeah amazing pizza chef uh i love you three thousand. So for a few days, a lot of people were thinking that the the number 3,000 came from the total number of minutes that the Marvel Cinematic Universe equals from Iron Man all the way to, from, all the way to Spider-Man Far From Home. Coincidentally, it actually does equal just a little over 3,000 minutes, mm-hmm. but that's not where it came from. Uh, Robert Downey and his kids, I guess they share I Love You, I love you 3,000, so Robert Downey brought that in. Uh, what an iconic line! Like that's no yeah. shit. that's how yeah. like everyone is addressing Marvel and the actors yeah. as a thank you. Mm-hmm. I love you three thousand. I uh, saw amazing. I saw a beautiful meme in which it was the little girl. She said, "I love you three thousand. Yeah. The next frame was Andre three thousand going, "All right, all right, all right, all right." <laughs> I didn't see that too. That's, that's, that's amazing. Uh, I love the internet uh, sometimes. So this is also <laughs> kind of a big one. My interpretation of the ending of the movie mm-hmm. was yeah. that Steve Rogers, because he had taken two extra pin particles from 1970s in New Jersey yeah. and goes back into the modern time, he then takes the stones, returns them back to where they're supposed to go, uses the extra pin particle to go into an 
into the past, mm -hmm. lives his life with Peggy, thus creating an alternate reality mm -hmm. where he exists and Captain America sure. from the 40s exists, sure. who is frozen still for 70 years, right. and they too coexist in the same universe. Yes. Then he uses the fourth pin particle to jump back into the, I guess, the main timeline right. to hand off the shield to Sam Wilson. Yes. That is sort of what Marcus McFeely and the directors are also confirming as well. Not quite. The directors confirmed it. Yeah. But yeah. the screenwriters believe that it was a older Cap who was there and with us in the regular timeline the whole time. Because remember, the screenwriters, Marcus and McFeely, mm -hmm. have written Captain America the First Avenger, yeah. The Winter Soldier, Civil War. They also wrote they also Thor did, the Dark World. They, did, they wrote Thor the Dark World? Yeah. Ah, pretty sneaky, sis. Sneaky, sneaky. Uh, but they also did um, Agent Carter. Right. And in that show, mm -hmm. and in Winter Soldier, we've talked about it. Peggy reveals that she was married. Right. But you never see pictures of the husband. Yep. You never saw pictures of the husband in the Winter Soldier when older Peggy's there mm -hmm. at the bed. You just see her pictures of her kids and right. stuff. So the screenwriters are actually saying that they believe the theory that after Steve puts everything back, uh -huh. he's able to travel back in time. And the timeline has been ours the whole time where he marries Peggy, changes his name, never uh -huh. takes his, gets his picture taken. And him and Peggy lived a life together and was beautiful. Uh -huh. And then when when Cap got unthawed from the ice in 2011, Cap right. was already old. Original Cap was already old and yeah. just kind of hung back. Yeah. And, went, and didn't know. do anything. That's what they believe. The Russo brothers believe that it's an alternate reality situation. You know, <laughs> I saw an article saying, like, couldn't they have gotten their stuff together? But it's But it's a thing of, like... Either way, it kind of doesn't matter. The it important doesn't thing know. is, yeah. like, the details they, really don't matter. They ignored matter. each other no matter what. Right. The important thing is, is that you get that amazing sentimental ending and right. handoff. And the right. other thing too is, if you're trying to, if you're trying to say that he couldn't have gone back in time and changed his past because it would have broken the timeline, again, those screenwriters have worked on all those projects that yeah. have mentioned Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter specifically, so that you never knew who his husband was. Right. So they laid it out so that he could have gone back to his actual mm -hmm. original hour. Sure, and it wouldn't and have it mattered anyway, would, and it would still. Would have yeah, so yeah like, exactly. So there's differing opinions. Either way, I like that all the creators yeah. have all different opinions because <laughs> yeah. it's all up in the air. Like exactly. it, it leaves, it's it's like the end of Inception. It's like you yeah. choose, you believe, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Caps out of the universe. Exactly. Right. And like when you're working, so, when you're collaborating yeah. with directors and writers, you know the writers will write it one way, but then it's up to the directors to sort of take that right that written form and interpret it to right. what they think is the best story. Right. So yeah, if there's differing opinions, maybe someday it'll be addressed in a what-if animated series, in some sort of Marvel one-shot, or it never will be. And maybe we're they'll just, just never touch it again exactly. and we'll be like, gosh, and that's I wonder fine. what happened. And that's fine. Oh, you know, I, like, I I'm okay hope, with it. I kind of hope it's an alternate reality mm -hmm. because I hope that Steve Rogers didn't go back in time to like uh -huh. our And timeline. just ignored all the events. And just ignored not only the events of the Avengers, but just the events of American history. Sure. They, they would shitty in the 50s and 60s. They wouldn't do you like that, Hector. I'm they wouldn't do Steve Captain Rogers America like that. would be a good enough dude to go, I'm going to run for president. I'm going right. to be the first man to walk on the moon, and yeah. he would have been Neil Armstrong. <clears> because that stuff has happened in Captain America comics right. before, right. where he did get to go back, and he kind of changed the course of American history. There's, sure. there's no way Cap could ignore that. Yeah. Like, his yeah. personality, he could not ignore that. If he had the super, even if he had the super soldier serum or not like yeah, he would still be there if, if anything and Malika like has gone past that light every which way <laughs> and has never touched it like we're gonna see her repel like <laughs> Like some spidey webs, yeah, some yeah. impossible <laughs> shit, just so she can avoid a quick shadow. <laughs> <laughs> and we're telling her like you don't have to do that. I this think the also, I think, please be comfortable. I think also the thing that's exciting is maybe the what if could address that. 
Yeah. You know, maybe the what yeah. if could be a story of like Steve going into this alternate reality, knowing all the history of America right, right, right. and influencing mm-hmm. the operation of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Peggy and what she does. Yeah. Maybe S.H.I.E.L.D. gets eradicated, or maybe Hi- Hydra gets eradicated out of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. earlier. walked into S.H.I.E.L.D. and be like, where's Arnim Zola? Exactly. Yeah. Punched him in the face. Like, just immediately. Exactly. Take, you know I mean? He would have been the director <laughs> And he could have, right, and right, he could have right. done it from the back seat, letting Peggy handle all of it. Yeah. That's just what I'm saying. Her intel. Chris Evans is not going to do any of yeah. this. It could be all Agent Carter handling this stuff. But that's what I'm saying, that like, I hope it's the alternate thing sure. because if he did stay in our timeline he didn't change shit exactly he just retired and yeah. that pisses me off so I'd rather it was an it's, alternate it's timeline where if you he pop didn't. over there I refuse because he's not going to retire I refuse to believe yes. that he yeah. sat so on the sideline so when Steve goes it was beautiful I'm hoping he pictures him walking on the moon yeah. being the president for two terms he like wanted to be with, with Peggy Martin Carter Hector <laughs> yeah but he could still do stuff in his yes. spare time because I, cause I don't think Peggy <laughs> Carter would have given up her career yeah. either no Marching she's not giving up they're both like very important pe- people like, you know, yeah gay rights in like the 60s right like, just like just getting it done it would have been the most of progressive course. like Dude. alternate oh. reality of amazing. course you go over there and in 2019 they're like, yeah. like space cars and straight up on the moon the earth's all green there's whales flying in the air already in jail like it's all, like that's what that reality is <laughs> that never happened it would have been the anti alternate 85 yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly it'd be, it'd be glorious it'd um, be the best uh, uh, so Utopia. another thing a lot there's been a lot of conversation talking about black widow's death and sort of the sacrifice that she made mm-hmm. a lot of justification um from from the, the directors and the writers and sort of the the pushback against that i thought the most interesting thing that they brought up was that they had considered not making it Natasha, making it Clint, mm-hmm. but they got pushback from the female crew sure. on the production of the movie saying, no, let Widow have that moment. She's earned it. Let her have it. Let her make the sacrifice. She's a better fighter. Than yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I can understand totally both sides of the, of the, uh, of the debate on mm-hmm. this, I guess. I understand 100% the side of, well, it sucks that the main female Avenger character died mm-hmm. and didn't get a funeral. Like, totally. That was 100%. my biggest thing, was 100%. like not acknowledging in any 100%. sort of ceremonial right. thing. The screenwriters talk about, well, we felt that the, um, that the moment with Clint and Wanda was like acknowledging that, you know, that maybe we didn't see the funeral held mm-hmm. for Widow. We saw the funeral mm-hmm. held for Tony Stark mm-hmm. and those characters, and we didn't see the Widow one. Um, and I also understand everything that the filmmakers talk about and how they said, yeah, we also had like female members of the crew that, 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 that felt that it was the right direction for her for her to be the one to be the, to you know to make the sacrifice it really feels like the culmination of her story arc i just completely <coughs> get both sides yeah. it's just the reason i think it's crappy is just because like it goes back general to general consent the first avengers mm-hmm. movie only had right. six characters one woman right, right. like you know the, the yeah. their main it'd be different role. if yeah. like wasp was an yeah. original avenger right. yeah. or but other characters that, that yeah. changes what this franchise kind of is up to this point and mm-hmm. yeah but you can still like like love everything that they've done which is me but also go yeah they could have had a female-led movie earlier totally. <coughs> absolutely you know, a black panther movie she could have had like she could have been she could have had a movie in the first totally. phase absolutely yeah, yeah. so and maybe if that had happened, then maybe this would have been. It just would all would have been different. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. But I, but I do at least appreciate mm. that the filmmakers thought of it. Like totally. They, they, they didn't like. They weren't blindly not considering how it would look. Yeah. They at absolutely. least thought about it. Yeah, They, yeah, yeah. they thought like, about well, the impact that it would have, right. not on not just on the movie, but also the character itself. Yeah. I, I I agree with that, but I still think they did her dirty. Like mm-hmm. I still feel like she should not have been the one to die mm-hmm. at all. And I I feel like. She, she was, was she was fight, she was sure. leading the Avengers oh, totally. for mm-hmm. five years on her own, basically, like mm-hmm. after the snap and after they killed Thanos and everything. She was leading 
she was leading the Avengers through what looked like a severe depression as well. Like she yeah. was really anguishing over this and she was trying to keep it all together and looks like she did a good job. We didn't get any of the details, but she held it together just enough to where they could pull all this off. So without her, who knows what would have happened? Mm-hmm. And to me, it feels like, I don't know. I feel like she got kind of shortchanged because of the fact sure. that she never got her own movie. Sure. Like she's been in there. Like I said, she, she, she gave this character as every bit of herself yeah. as much as any of the Chris's on this, on totally. these movies. Totally. Like and all those Chris. Yeah, exactly. And those Chris's all got movies. Like it's, it's, it, she, she deserved to go out better than that in my <clears> opinion. Yeah. But that's just my, me. my favorite widow has been in the first Avengers even better in the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and now I think my favorite probably in Endgame. Yeah, um, yeah. she was great in Infinity War, but also obviously like the yeah, cap side different. of the team had had a smaller role. Right, but I thought she brought so much emotional depth to, yep. to Widow in this movie, yep. and and getting a really good look into her as a character and seeing sort of the culmination of her story, not knowing where she came from, not knowing her family, and then realizing through this movie that, like, the Avengers are my family. Yeah. You know, Steve, Tony, all these guys. These are, like, these are my brothers. Yeah. You know, these are the guys who I fight with, and, and I'm a soldier, and I will do no matter what to... Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to protect my family, which yeah. is why I think the scene has so much impact for yeah. that character, because it's realizing, like, I have to make the ultimate sacrifice in order to save my family, and right. she does that. Whereas Hawkeye... He wants to do it because he doesn't want to lose Nat, but he selfishly also wants to save his family and be with his family. Right. Which you understand the dynamics of both those characters and why yeah. they feel that way. Yeah. Why his why he's not pulled so hard into the sacrificial right. uh, sort of feeling, and, and and she is because for her it's all about saving all the other Avengers. She Absolutely. even says in the beginning, "There's even a little chance to to potentially." redeem anything for the characters for the people that we've lost it's worth a chance mm-hmm. so you know I, I, just I really too? love the payoff for, of that the moment i just realized the moment where red skull says natasha daughter of, of ivan yeah mm-hmm. and then clint son of edith yeah when he says that uh and then later jeremy renner's like you could be making this up mm-hmm. and she's like no and he goes why because he, know, he knows your daddy's name and yeah. she goes i, I didn't. didn't and right there that's yeah. another little moment of like she really has put value in her new family. Yes. Right, exactly. Over her literal biological mm-hmm. family. Exactly. There's a deleted scene from Captain America Civil War <laughs> where she talks about going to find her Russian family. She tried to go back to Russia and she found some unmarked graves or something. Like she like she did kind of yeah. get it mm-hmm. and kind of mm-hmm. got that resolution apparently <clears throat> within the MCU. We haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet officially, but this movie really drills that home. That yeah. Like this is right. this becomes her, which right. is classic character. It's yep. Absolutely, black character absolutely. From the comics, yeah, right? yeah. It, I I just I can't shake the feeling. For the sure, more I you. think about it, yeah. the more I'm like, fuck, man. They you gotta really watch the movie again, over. dog. I know that's <laughs> the thing, but I don't think that's gonna change my opinion. Uh, though. I don't know, dude. Watch it again, dog. <laughs> well, I think I think for me it would have sort of been validated if they would have given her a movie. You know, five exactly. to seven years yeah. ago. Like if they would have showed me that like, yes, we appreciate this character. Here's mm-hmm. your movie. Mm-hmm. Or here's even like uh, the Budapest movie <laughs> with you and Hawkeye. <laughs> you know, minutes, like, yeah, 15, shot. just something, something, something where it showed me that they appreciate yeah. her as a character in the Avengers and mm-hmm. as an actor. I yeah. like it's, this, it's I wonder if our feelings about it will change when she gets when the Black movie. Widow movie comes out. Yeah. I feel like, like it's too little Black, too late, but though. What's but it going to do? I don't know. I don't know. Will it add or will it be too little too late? Will we see it and be like... Yeah, but we said goodbye to her. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Ago, it's like, like, like this isn't like what is it like what is this? Yeah, like what are you what are you going to yeah. show me that I need that I need to see about Natasha right yeah. now? Because I, I know, does, I know her, I know her end result, and I feel like her glory moments were her best moments in Endgame. You mm-hmm. know, so I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting to see, but I just 
I can't shake that feeling. Yeah. Right. I wake we'll up see. every morning. I'm like, fuck, Natasha. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> she <shouldn't have> <laughs> no. oh, I wake up in the morning and go, why? <laughs> Natasha, why? And then Cynthia tells me to shut up. <laughs> uh, they also wouldn't address uh, what happens when a character returns the soul stone to Vormir. So mm. we're going to have to wait it, and see. It, it, does it, it doesn't matter? matter. Does it matter? The no, only no. thing I want to know is, did Cap run into Red Skull? Yeah. Probably That's did. That's all I want to know. I think I saw something about it um, and just saying fun. that Red Skull is more of like an entity now rather than like the he's skull. He's not a character. He's, yeah. like, he's, yeah. like a, he's like an echo. Of, he's a force ghost. Yeah, basically yeah, a yeah, force yeah. ghost that doesn't necessarily have yeah. memories of being the Red Skull. Yeah. Now he is currently just oh, but Steven. still. Son of Sarah. He's yeah. like, <laughs> would, love to, would love to see that. And Steve's, Steve's like, I've never punched the ghost before, but here it goes. Pop! Yeah. <laughs> I got a big ass hammer, with. you son of a bitch. <laughs> the idea of the soul realm of Vormir is so fascinating. It is. Right? Right. Yeah. What you said is, yeah. is what, what it is, where yeah. Johann Schmidt has almost evolved right. into this He's, almost angelic yeah, type. Exactly. I don't mean like good, but <clears> I mean just like otherworldly. Just an yeah, entity. Yeah. Yeah. Entity ghost. Yeah. You would think that out of every soul in existence, the one soul that could maybe change him, mm -hmm. affect him, would be mm -hmm. Steve Rogers. Yeah. Absolutely. And would it be a confrontation or would it be an apology? Mm -hmm. Would it be like forgiveness? The, the rooftop scene from Daredevil? I don't, think this, I don't think this Red Skull has those emotions. Yeah, maybe I not. think he is there solely yeah. as a guide to the soul stone. Yeah. I think I, he's I, like a slave to the soul stone. I would, I'm just fascinated. I'm picturing I mean, a moment in Ratatouille where Anton <laughs> what are you go... Eats the ratatouille and goes. Oh, and like gotcha! I'm picturing that, gotcha. like you know, like you just said, like Stephen, son of Sarah. Oh my God! Jesus, and fuck! Goes, and then and he, he gets just, punched in the he face. He remembers like his life and his yeah. decisions and him killing. It is your like, fault. Him killing Jews and yeah. him like he killed Abraham Erskine's family, right? Right. And then kept him prisoner to make yeah. him a scientist. That was on the comic book and like all that shit that he did. He was yeah. a Nazi, right? And I wonder like what what like would it affect him mm -hmm. or would he or would Captain America so. beat his ass? I don't like, think so. I think I I think the soul realm it it, it exists on a on a different yeah. way than we mm -hmm. understand. But that must it's be frustrating for Steve. Exactly. <laughs> like I, I he would have just been frustrated. He'd be like this motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah. don't you laughs> and then on top of that, like if if someone does return the the soul stone, does that release whoever the Correct. keeper of it, the soul stone is at that moment? Apparently, it doesn't. But I don't uh, know. Yeah. We do, we do, actor, those rules were never explained. I heard from the actor, Ross Marquand. He did say that the one who, who's doing his new voice is not Hugo Weaving. He did say that um, uh, the Rousseaus told him, the screenwriters told I think it was the Rousseaus, that like, yeah, once the, the stone is actually taken from right. there, he is kind of free to go. potential for him to not have to be there yeah. anymore. Yeah. And Ross Marquand was saying, like, we know he can fly. We know that he's got knowledge. Like, where can right. he go? Can he go somewhere? Can right. he actually leave? Can inhabit yeah. someone's body? Like, so what, what is he? If that means that when the soul goes away, maybe that happens. When the stone comes back, does he come back? Or does but also, like we don't know what it took to get him there. Yeah. Like, we know he was transported by the Tesseract right. somehow. Right. We don't but know. why Vormir? Exactly. We don't know yeah. the rules that led him to become that entity. I would like that. That well. I think that That'd would answer cool the Disney Plus show. That would answer the question as to what yep. exactly happens yeah. after somebody brings back the soul his, stone. His journey from 1945 to 2014. Like, what yeah, so like good. what kind of cosmic crazy shit yeah. did he go through? You know, I would love it if he did show up on Asgard. <laughs> if we go through all these, we're going to talk for like three hours. Yeah, what are there's we, only what a couple left. Okay. okay um, another big them. controversial one was Thor being depicted as melted ice cream. Oh, come on, uh, my favorite. A lot of con and and a lot, I think a lot of it also stems from there were people making comments about Shazam and sort of how they deal with body imagery in that movie. Mm -hmm. um, 
in for me personally with Thor, I loved it because mm-hmm. to me it felt real it felt tragic mm-hmm. he is a character who has done nothing but lost everything mm-hmm. in these movies mm-hmm. asgard his father his mother mm-hmm. his friends mm-hmm. the love of his life he's lost everything and mm-hmm. not all of them necessarily die but all of them have exited his life in some point he's lost his brother multiple times or at least has thought he's lost his brother multiple times he's he been still cares about by his brother multiple exactly times. he's constantly losing something yeah and to me, like I think that's very real. When you've lost so much in your life, you turn to things like alcohol, like binge eating, and yeah. just and not taking. You, you think about just not doing anything. Yeah, anymore. unhappiness you just and depression. Yeah, it, yeah. To me, it felt very, very, very real. And the Russo said, like it wasn't meant to be a gag. It wasn't there. To be, it was to. It was to illustrate to you, right? What Thor was going through having failed what he thought was his ultimate mission in life, which was to defend and protect. And he fails at that. There was some cheap jokes in there. Sure. Absolutely. The rocket line, melted ice cream, it's hilarious. It's so funny. It's so rocket. It's so rocket. The line where Thor says, you know, it's coursing through my veins, and then Rhodey says, cheese whiz. whiz." (laughs) That's a cheap joke. I love it, though. It's I love it. Rhodey, that also kind of fits a Cheadle. Right. And his version of Rhodey up to that point, you know, the way he – Talked about Thanos yeah. and, yeah. you know, yeah. everything else. But um, I will say this. I saw one person. I've seen people say online, they ruined Hulk and they ruined Thor. Nah. Ruined them. Why? Because Hulk wasn't this monstrous, badass, kick-ass thing. Instead, he was like sensitive and reflective. Right. And, right? And, and everything smart, that is Professor Hulk. Intellectual, Why yeah. did they ruin Thor? Because he wasn't badass. The God of thunder. Look, man. Right, right, right. This is character evolution. Yeah. That, yeah. that emotion, that acting is so pivotal. And I would have, and I said this too, I saw another person online say he definitely should have had a moment where he like magically like lost the weight, got abs, and then became Thor. The fact no. that the movie didn't do that <laughs> to me means That's why that I liked it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, like it would have been absolutely totally fat shaming and all for a joke if at the end Thor would have been like good and then and just skinny. Had ass. like yeah. now because I'm badass and yeah. skinny then the movie would have been saying right. the idealized form of this person right, right, right. blah 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 yeah. but the fact that he stayed who he was his mom told him just be the best version of who you are mm-hmm. yeah. and then he rode into battle regardless yeah. of it, like the regardless of his body he was yeah. awesome Doesn't he was matter. awesome right right so right so for those you know he didn't even like like cut his hair he just still no. had the beard he except then he became braided braided that also it also says that his problems are not solved. Like yeah. he did not have any character development to where, like, oh, suddenly I beat Thanos everything's and everything's great. okay yeah. in my life now. That's not how you solve. He problems. literally left the kingdom to yeah. v- Valkyrie so yeah. he could go off and be his own person, and right. work on himself. Yeah, and exactly. Still with his exactly. gut, still yep. with who he is. So yep. I yep. loved. I loved. It. It. I loved yeah. every moment of Chubby Thor, and it's finally yeah. a character that I can cosplay. <laughs> Bro, are we us, gonna go as Thor th- together? Yeah, we're gonna be twin Thors, us thick boys. Thick Thors, us thick boys. We need. We need a character besides guys, Blob uh, that we can cosplay. Guys, will be the, the, <laughs> Lebowski. Like the Lebowski Thor. And won't be yeah. Thor. Yes. Like the, like armor. The, like the shirtless, like yes. at-home Thor. That would be amazing. The armored Thor. Yeah. Oh, so the hiding, I would, hiding from his mom that's Thor. Right. <laughs> I wear this that my would be that one. all the time. I want to yeah. be the bearded Thor, though. <clears throat> yeah. That would be the, the, the yeah. braided, braided beard, beard Thor. Yeah, yeah that's sure. the best. That's the best. But, you know, I do dude Thor as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the last things that they talked about was the conclusion of Peter Parker's story in that movie and going back to Midtown High, mm-hmm. um, it to me was very clear that when those when Ned and Peter run into each other, that they were both snapped. Mm-hmm. They both came back to school and seeing each other was them realizing, oh shit, we were both snapped. Yeah. Thank God that we at least still have each other. Right. Because yeah. I think they probably thought of like, imagine living 
<clears throat> for five years without one one of the other people. Yeah. yeah. Like how dep- yeah. how emotionally yeah. like depressing that would have been. Yeah. And for those two characters to realize, oh man, we have each other. Thank God. We're in the same place. We're in the same place, and we can go on this journey together. And I'm. It's gonna be really curious to, to interesting to see how they sort of tie those loose ends up in Far From Home. We obviously know that <coughs> if that's the case, that then characters like Flash, MJ, right. and Betty Brant, they also right. got snapped. Right. Um, so we'll see. It'll it'll be interesting. Uh, the trailer yeah. comes out on Monday. Yep. So I'm excited to see what they do and how they sort of talk about things yeah cool. <coughs> yeah um, let's keep going because we got 15 minutes <laughs> lord and miller's okay. spider-verse this is interesting so lord and miller signed a deal where they're going to be taking their production from 20th century tv which obviously has is going through a shift and they're moving over to sony tv mm-hmm. they're going to be developing a whole bunch of projects their own their own personal projects but a lot of it is also going to be set in the Marvel Universe, they're going to be developing mm-hmm. primarily television stuff. Mm-hmm. And not mm-hmm. really set on whether it's animation or live action. I think for the most part now people are going to assume animation because Animated, of things like yeah. Spider-Verse. Yeah. Uh, where they're going to have an opportunity to develop stuff that's related to Peter Parker, his villains. Right. You know, right. Any, any of the characters that are sort of that inhabit that universe. Potentially also doing spin-off stuff uh, with characters from Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse in maybe a television series format. Right. They're going to be partnering up with Amy Pascal, who actually just recently left Sony for Universal. Mm-hmm. Um, but she will still be overseeing the Spider-Man property from Sony and also sort of having her hand in the production of all the movie and TV stuff. But between Lord and Miller expanding the Spider-Man universe at Sony, uh, that creates a huge opportunity. But Amy Pascal going over to Universal could potentially lead to things like Namor the Submariner mm-hmm. and Hulk maybe <coughs> possibly getting solo movies at Marvel because she could potentially bridge or create bridge that relationship. Gap. She's got yeah. a good relationship with Marvel. Yes, right. Kevin right. Feige. Right. With Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. yeah, cool. That'd be dope. Give us a Hulk movie. Introduce yeah. She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Give us mm-hmm. a either Namor the Submariner movie or make him the antagonist of Black Panther 2. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's kind of <coughs> like the popular yeah, theory right now because yeah. of the earthquake. Because of the earthquake in Wakanda. Yeah, that's Which really is like it. a stretch, but I'm also saying that I would not be mad if they went back and retroactively said, like, that was Namor. That was I'd yeah. be like, yeah. okay, yeah. whatever, dude. Whatever, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Kid and Iron yeah. Man 2 is Peter Parker. Whatever, yeah. I love it. Cool. <laughs> what, um, I do love it. <laughs> what, would you want them to see Lord and Miller do more Spider-Verse stuff, or do you kind of like the yeah. fact that that just exists as its own movie? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm for it until it becomes old. Yeah. But that movie was right. so good. That I am at a point where I'm like, give me everything yeah. for it. Um, and I trust the filmmakers to know what is what is too much. Exactly. I'm, I'm there as well. The only thing I'm skeptical about is that the art form and the technology used Correct. for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Will it be it's, there for TV? It's not the same. It's not going to be no. the same because no. they spent so much time. Like even watching just a little bit of the special features that mm-hmm. I did. It takes so much time to develop each one of the things that like every time they had to change Miles's face, mm-hmm. they had to redraw the lines that really go around it and have the computer learn what it should look like when he turns in certain ways. Mm-hmm. TV budgets don't have that. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have they have a weekly turnaround sometimes even faster than that that yeah. they have to do. Yeah. So that quality is not going to be there, which sucks because that is so much a part of the identity of the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see what they decide to do. It would be fun if they even like started clashing universes and each one had its own style, but like yeah. different from yeah. Spider Verse, yeah. but still have some elements of that, like the comic book panels like if or Penny Parker was full on anime. Right, yeah. exactly. You know, exactly. Spider Man War was like very different animatrix. Very, like let's know. start clashing yeah, yeah, some yeah. styles and together, Spider-Ham which would be cool. Cartoony. But yeah. then again, also at the same time, that would also be costly on the production end as well. So we don't know exactly that's true. What I, that's gonna you be. You know what you're making me feel like? You're making me feel like keep Spider Verse the 
movie as we know it, Miles' universe. Yes. And anything, uh, like, don't ever use Miles in anything else unless right. it's a movie. Right. Mm-hmm. But all those other characters I just mentioned, those three yeah. characters can each have a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's get Spider-Ham, and then Spider-Ham. let's get some, yeah. like, another yeah. version of Spider-Man teaming up together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, yeah. Yeah. a really, like, maybe, like, yeah. a, a, a 1920s, like, Disney-style uh, Spider-Noir. Yeah. Like, with the noodly yeah. arms and, like, Classic some animation. crazy, yeah, yeah like, I'm, I'm for some, that. some cool stuff like that, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's cool. it's just gonna be interesting to see what they're what they're gonna do. I agree. Yeah, my man. <laughs> uh, this is probably very exciting for you because you have watched a lot of Agents of Shield, particularly the Ghost Rider. No, I haven't. Oh, you have not. Not at all. Oh, I just saw that episode. Okay. Oh yeah, that I one episode where, he, where he's first revealed. Yeah, where he's first revealed. I've seen clips. So Ghost Rider but rides but again. I still love this character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The From actor. the comics, yeah. Absolutely. Gabriel Luna. Gabriel Luna. Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. Yep. And Felipe Smith, who co-created the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider mm-hmm. character with uh, with Trad, Trad Moore, Moore. Was also it's got to be Trad Moore, dude. Those are some of my favorite recent yeah. character creations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that Ghost Rider's been on the Avengers. I've read right. Avengers comics with Robbie right. Reyes in it. And I'm like, this is so I sick. I love that he rides a lowrider. So I have a, I have a deep-rooted love for this character. Yeah. And now that we finished Endgame and I've been going through all these movies and I'm going through special features and stuff, I did say I am going to start Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. from the beginning yeah. and get to season of four. Of course get, you like, are. I'll do it. So by the time this comes out, <laughs> I'll be caught up and yeah, I'll yeah, be yeah. roaring and ready to go. Mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm. I am so goddamn stoked about this news. Yeah. It is so exciting. Coming to Hulu, yep. same actor, reprising that role. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm th- I'm like thrilled about it. It's, yeah, I think the yeah. fans have been saying like, just do it. Why haven't you done yeah. it? Yeah, perfect yeah. spinoff. Opportunity. It, it was. I think it was sort of the same conversation of like, when is Punisher going to get his own spinoff? For sure, he's so did. good, and they did yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and I think between fr- fr- little things that I read about it between Hellstrom and this Ghost Rider TV series, it mm-hmm. seems like they're really going to try and embrace horror. Mm-hmm. And really infuse it into this universe, and a lot of people are now speculating. Great, if you if they're going to do that, could this potentially lead to finally bringing back a character like Blade? If we're going to finally oh, yeah. embrace horror, oh yeah, I think there's plenty of opportunity now. And I think if you're going to yeah. do it on Hulu, you really don't have a limit to what you can do. And I think yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if being on Hulu. It means that they can embrace a little bit more of adult-themed content, a little more horror, a little bit more, you know, genre. Then I think it's a great opportunity to start spreading this universe out beyond great. what they could do on right. a cable network and what they can do on Disney Plus because yeah. Disney Plus is meant to be in a, a family and, uh, yeah, platform, and what they family can do friendly on platform. Freeform and what exactly. They can do. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Hulu is the same as Netflix. Yeah. You know? I any, mean, yeah. Any, anything they pushed on Netflix, they could probably do the same on For Hulu. For sure. Absolutely. But since the Netflix stuff is all gone. Let's keep going. Yeah. And also, Disney's starting. They have like owning stock in Hulu now. Oh, apparently, yeah, yeah. they're trying to so acquire they can throw th- some money that way. Yeah, too. they're trying to acquire. I believe they own forty percent. They're trying to acquire yeah. another forty to fifty to have ninety percent ownership of, yeah. of See, Hulu. So there you go. So yeah. that it's going to happen. No matter what yeah, it's going to happen. So throw some of that two billion dollars that you just made this <laughs> last weekend. <laughs> no I know. Towards Robbie towards Reyes. Towards I know, yeah. man. Just just that Robbie and Reyes. You could and listen and invest in the character because ten years from now. He could show up in an Avengers movie. Absolutely, the sickest shit. Dude, sure. with the double chains with and the lowrider, pulling up hi. to Avengers compound with Luis in the passenger side. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Luis? check this out. Yeah, with Luis. We found him. He's my homie. <laughs> yeah. It'd be amazing. I'm still mad that they didn't do a recap. Anyway, uh, uh, we're gonna yeah. answer some viewer questions. If you guys want to okay. submit questions for Hyperheroes, you can do so in the five dollar tier on Patreon. Uh, I put out a post every single week. You guys can ask stuff, and we'll try to pick as many as we can. Hopefully, with uh, being able to unlock Q&A only, Patreon uh, question and answer videos, we'll be able to do a lot more. The first question comes from Reese Parton, who's a hyper homie, who says, We often hear from the three of you about your favorite movies, shows, comics, etc., but I'm interested to know who your favorite novel writer is or what your favorite book series is. Keep up the awesome work. I love you guys. 3,000. Thank you so much, Reese. 3,000 back. 
3,000 back to you. 3,000. Um, I don't really have a particular book series that I'm very fond of. I like to consume most fiction, sci-fi stuff through through film. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are very rare op- moments where I will go read stuff if it's based, if a movie is based on it or whatever. I really like to read a lot of like business and entrepreneurial books. I'm really into Gary like Vaynerchuk. Self-help stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Tim Ferriss. I got you. Uh, uh, the Kickstarter book? Yeah, not yeah. yet, not oh, yet. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I have um, like Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, all that sort of stuff. I'm really into reading that type of material. Yeah. Augie? Uh, besides The Lord of the Rings, which uh, <laughs> I, try, I try to read as much as I can, um, but um, I don't really have a favorite author that I follow. If, if I were to say a specific author would be um, Stephen King because I like to read mm. or like – Reading The Shining was probably one of the most satisfying books I've ever read, even though it was super terrible. Did you ever finish it? Oh, yeah. Did you I finished it, it, right? Yeah. It was a good-ass book. Um, read in Prague. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I know. Remember, he was reading it in Prague. That's right. <laughs> I don't know how you slept. You guys, we would get up, and you'd be like, did you get to the to those hedges yet? Yeah. And you'd be like, yeah. You got, got, got to that part. Yeah. Hedges. Um, that's a good one. Also, I'm trying to find one of the the – I don't really read a lot of books because I like to do audio content stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I do a lot of podcasts. But my favorite book that I recently read, and this was years ago, was that Raise Some Shell book that Hector Lincoln was. Who's the author on that one? God, I forgot. Uh, I'll try to to find it. But it was was a – Raise Some Shell. It's the only pop culture analysis (laughs) of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Raise Some Shell? Yes, I remember. Nice little book. I remember, Pop culture classics, I think is what it was called. Do you have one? Yeah, I have a or an author. I think I have the copy. Or oh, an uh, author, author a book, yeah. No, man, I I, I love to read. Um, You're kind of steeped in comic lore. Yes, my fa- it turns out my favorite genre of book is um like movie tie-in. Oh, like, for sure. Like I'll read any Star Wars book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll mostly like them. I'll read any Star Trek book. Yeah, and I'll yeah. definitely like those. You'll definitely like um, all those. I'll read um like I'm reading Mary Poppins right now, the children's book. Oh, cool. P. L. Travers. Mm-hmm. And I'm planning to go through that series. I'm reading. I read like the first Wrinkle in Time, and I want to go. Well, Hector, you were in that book I, club for a long yeah, time. Dude, I read a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I read a lot of stuff. And but like, you didn't come out with like a Agatha favorite Christie. or. No, I can't because you I just, know J.K. is your favorite author, then, right? Mm, no. <laughs> just you need to know books. where wizards poop. I, yeah, no, she's not yeah. my favorite. Uh, no, but the fandom's cool and uh, and the movies are rad, but uh, that's not my favorite. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't grow up on them, but um, yeah, I read a bunch of stuff and like it was cool because I got to read a bunch of different genres yep. to see yeah. what I kind of yeah. like, and I tend to feel like I like stuff the way I like my movies. You know, yeah. well, I had great co-hosts on that show, yeah. Rachel Hine and Maud Garrett, and Rachel loves like thriller mystery stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we would read something like um, Gone Girl. Yeah. And she loves the movie Gone Girl. Yeah. And I'm like, that was a great movie. And I'd read the book and I'd be like, that's a great book. It's not yeah. my favorite genre. So I literally like I would rather read Star Wars, Star Trek, mm-hmm. superhero. And then right, just watch right, the right. adaptation or, or of like Gone Girl. pop culture analysis. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Like this. Like this. So I found the information. It's called Raise Some Shell Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by Richard Rosenbaum. He actually, I, I, I tweeted at him and I was like, I love your book, dude. He's and he followed Twitter. me. Nice. Yeah, he followed me. He was like, "Thanks, dude. I appreciate it." <laughs> That's like, awesome. Oh, I got to follow him. Showed him, showed awesome. him all the love. So if you if you find this book, read it. If yeah. you love Ninja Turtles, read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, even if you wonder why a geek like me or like us would love Ninja Turtles so much, it's a really introspective look on yes. why they're so important. So I, I agree. Yeah, that's yeah. a great little it's book. A, and it's, it's a, a quick real, read. Yeah, it's a quick read. It's like less than a hundred pages, I yeah. think, or oh, wow. about a hundred pages. It's yeah. a little thin nice. book, awesome. but the, he does a good job. Uh, next question from Dean D'Souza is also in the Hyper Homie tier. What do you think about Jeff Fowler, director of the? Sonic film, giving the character a makeover to appease oh. fans based on universal critical negativity around the first trailer. <laughs> should more directors take internet backlash to heart, or should they stick to their guns? Where do we draw the line between the internet getting what they want versus a director believing in their product? An example of the contrary would be when nobody believed in Batfleck, 
but he turned out to be one of the best incarnations of Batman we've seen. P.S. Love the content. Recently boosted up to the hyper homie tier because I watch at least one of your videos a day. Thank you so Dang. much for the question. One a day. What's that, what's that hyper hero's homie's name? Uh, that's Dean, Dean D'Souza. Dean, first of all, I feel like we were rooting for Affleck. I feel like y- you you might be looking on the dark I was. corners of the internet where yeah. it's just people shitting on stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like when he was announced, right. we were stoked about it. And then I don't think he's talking about us specifically. He's yeah, talking about the but internet like, in general. I, I still feel the like opinion gen- in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Generally, again, I, you know, the internet is different from the real world. I yeah. feel like generally people were like, yeah, that's it. That's, that's a dope casting. a great actor. Yeah. I can't wait to see that movie. And I think he turned out a great performance. Like right. no one's like, he's the worst. He's the yeah, bad yeah. part of that, about that movie. Um, I also think that uh, I'm really pissed about this news because I don't like that the internet got something. Same. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the fuss that people made over this. Yeah. Right. Right. Other right. Things. Yep. Right. Right. Um, right. Especially because it's like, here's my dumb take on this. It's like, look, man, if you really care about like the sanctity of the Sonic franchise, which right. I get because I'm that way with like Mario, Ninja Turtles, so right. on and so forth. People think Batman is stupid. There are people that think Batman is stupid. Yeah, and I absolutely. Think Batman's great and serious and yeah. deserves to be treated with respect. Um, if you're mad, if you love Sonic that way, and you're mad that like he looks that way, aren't you mad that this is doesn't take place in like a the place Sonic called universe? the Green Zone? Like, <laughs> aren't you mad that it's like? Uh, Did, didn't James you see there was a ring he tossed that turned into like portal? a teleportal aren't thing? You, yeah. aren't I'm you like, mad that, like, you're not mad about Dr. that. Doctor Robotnik is apparently like a military scientist, and yeah. like they're gonna try to weaponize him, yeah. and, and he's like yelling at Neil there's, McDonough. There's one right. clip at like, the end of the trailer that like statics in. I'm like, isn't that what the Sonic movie should be? Right, but yeah. even then, like, yeah, so like this movie's gonna come out, and it's still gonna be Alvin and the Chipmunks with Sonic. Yeah. Like it's the still like a live action actor dealing <laughs> yeah. with like James yeah. Marsden who's wonderful dealing with yeah. James yeah, Marsden. So, you know, it's it's again, it's like when the, if you love the Smurfs world, right. were you mad that when that movie came out it was Neil Patrick Harris in New York with right. his wife and then mm. they they like the Smurfs come to our world? Like yeah. aren't you mad right. at that idea versus what they looked like? Right. Yeah. So he, but they're the, but they're, they're like. not like the from from day one people were upset about what he what he looked like yeah. even in the silhouette. Silly. He just looked like a guy wearing a onesie. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I understand I understand it because aesthetically, that motherfucker is ugly. It's ugly. <laughs> like yeah, he man. is ugly. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I don't care enough about Sonic yeah. to say like, oh, this needs to change it or I'm never gonna watch it. I'm already not gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. No matter how he looked. Because I'm and just not a giant Sonic fan. And here's the worst part. Like, I wanted this movie to come out the way that it came out because there were producers. And creatives who made the right. decisions they made to make this movie. Right. I want this movie to come out and for it to be received however it's going to be received. However it is, yeah. Product. And then if it's super, super bad, right. I don't want those producers to work again. Exactly. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. Get you called get out. To, yeah. You put out a trailer and then ch- like change stuff. Like if this was y'all's like vision, this is what you were hired to do right. based on the budget and the time and the contracts and you work for, what is this, Paramount? Paramount, like, yeah. And this is Paramount being like, this is what we're doing. And it turns out very epically bad, and people dislike it. Then y'all should not do that again. Own your mistake. Y'all should not make don't a Sonic do it again. Two. Y'all should yeah. not work in the in the in the department of adapting stuff. Go do other Paramount movies. Like that's how I feel, and it's a bu- it's a bummer because there's tons of artists underneath them yep. that might want to to say something they never can, and that they're all feeling they're the gonna, heat. They're going to be breaking their backs. Yeah, to fix. that's yeah, what's exactly. That's 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 where I lie in this whole thing. I don't care about Sonic enough to have an opinion about it. You right. know, yeah. Internally, I saw the trailer. And I was like, I don't really like the way the character looks. But someone responded to, to a tweet that I put out today, and they said, like, well, wouldn't the isn't that doesn't that fall on the artist? No, it does. Artists not. are not responsible for the designing of the character. They are no. following the directors and the producers right, and right, the people right. making them. They're following their lead. Right. They have the final say on that, not the VFX artists. Right. And it sucks because this movie comes out in November, which means that from two days ago 
all the way until this movie comes out six months from now. They have to do everything. They are going to be breaking their backs six to seven days a week, 12 plus hours a day, every single day, because the internet complained about how this character looked. These people are going to be suffering every single day until this movie is done. Mm -hmm. And the thing that's even worse about it, and we know this because we worked in this industry, studios don't compensate artists extra because they have to double down on the yeah, work exactly. and redo stuff like it's like hey it's business as usual if yep. we can afford it we'll buy you guys lunch next week <laughs> hey yeah. but guess sucks. what you're going to be effects. sleeping under your desk for four especially hours for so you can get back houses. to work yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, especially it's, with all the all bidding that happens like, and stuff. Uh, the, if people if more people on the internet knew what it took to replace plates and to re- recreate assets and yeah. right now they're asking for a whole character redesign it means a whole new fur Whole new rigs, like whole new facial animation. structure, like everything, animation, mm-hmm. everything yeah. has yeah. to be changed. Yeah. Like yeah. this rig was built specifically for this character, so everything has to be changed. And the way it interacts way. with like real people. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's just, there's so many problems. And if out. more people knew about what it actually took it, to do this, they wouldn't be asking for and it. And you know what's going to suck is all the people who have complained about it likely will not see it. Exactly. Even once it's changed. Exactly. That's the thing. So They're I'm like, Paramount, you should have just doubled down and just. Yeah. With it. Mm-hmm. Own it, mm-hmm. and then if it does well, you keep going with that ugly ass Sonic. That's right. Basically, yeah. yeah. And, then, and the worst thing is, the worst, worst, worst thing is, this movie will come out, and those creatives, executives, yeah. those like supervisors, the people at the top, right. will continue to get jobs. And here's the thing: they're gonna say, uh, if it is successful, they'll be like, "Well, my team." Uh, did all this work in six months and that's mm-hmm. it like you don't care about what happened to the artist in those six yeah. months you're just going to tout the fact that you were able to change everything mm-hmm. and not give your artist praise mm-hmm. like the, uh, those people were the ones who actually did all the work you just told them to do it there was one f- mildly frustrating thing when I watched the Academy conversation with Marcus McFeely Kevin Feige and Joe Russo uh-huh. where they talked about where the writers were talking about how they 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 said that if Thanos doesn't work, the movie doesn't work. There needs to be a, a gravitas and there needs to be a realism to Thanos. Right. And them explaining how the visual effects artist presented that to them, uh, you know, they uh, they went in there and uh, they just pushed a button. I, I don't know. I don't understand how the technology works. I'm like, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> don't just, don't just say they pressed a button. Say it took <laughs> hundreds of hours for yeah. multiple artists yeah. Yeah. to yeah. light the character, so to capture the character, yep. to skin the character, to so rig the character. Yeah. Like you can't just have such a surface level response to that. No. It's your responsibility as the filmmakers behind the movie to say it took countless hours, teams of people mm-hmm. to create this and, and also, not just say it took a button. No Even s- if you're being sarcastic, you're taking right. away the hard work that's put into it. And and I, they probably said that to not daunt like of course. the, the sure. interviewer or whatever, yeah. but... No, dude, you're not doing your artists any favors. You're you're not making yourself look good either, especially to people who kind of know like we do. We're like, no, 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 no. It's not just that. People think there's a make awesome button on the keyboard. There's no And he literally said that. A make awesome button? There's a make make Thanos button. You guys should be able to find it. And I'm like, don't do that, even if it's as a joke. Like, as the writer, you've been on these Marvel movies for nine years or eight years. You should at least now have somewhat of an understanding of what it yeah. takes. I'm sure like they do. As, they just as writers, you know, you would th- you hope that people would respect and understand what it takes to at least write a movie. Right, right, right. So, yeah. uh, credits, next question. The credits for Sonic better be 20 minutes long. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and I'm going to stand up and clap yeah. if, they, <laughs> if they're able to change that Sonic. I'm going to be like, man. these motherfuckers. I, know. I want grinded. all these guys on my team. They to be highlighted in blue. Like yep. Sonic, like Redo anime. team. Like, redo uh-huh. team. Uh-huh. I'll be like... Yep, they for real. pulled it off. No uh, next question comes from our good friend Smiling Tone, who's in the Gritos group. Wait, did we pass one? 
Oh, did we? Yeah, well, no, we we're going to. All right, we'll come back to it. Okay, but what, we need a greet we, though from what you. What are you talking about? We we passed. Uh, oh, okay, you want to come back Kay. to that? One? Yeah, yes. we'll come back to it. We need right, a, guys, but we need uh, a greet though from this you. This one's for this our t- you remember Tone right? We met him at Comic Con several course. times. Tone. This one's for you, Tone. I, think <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to blow your guys' ears out. <laughs> uh, he goes, "Hello, my handsome baby boys. Hey. I just want to know when's the uh, when's the last time you cried at a movie or a TV show? Mine recently." Happened with Doom Patrol Season 1, Episode 11, and Avengers Endgame. Big love yeah. to y'all. Thank uh, you so Avengers much, man. Endgame. Just cried. Just watched yeah. it for the yeah. fourth, ti- for fourth time and cried. It's yeah. I get emotional. Uh-huh. I get emotional Just a lot throughout that it. movie and when I think about it. But there's also like certain moments that hit me depending on like if I watch an IMAX or if I watch it in 3D. And I, yeah. I realize or notice something new. I'm like, oh, they just sprinkled this great thing in there. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Mine was probably in game, but I also want to ask you guys a question. Do you mm-hmm. remember the first time you cried at a movie in general? Like the first time you were like, "Probably this in, movie's making me cry." I think my anywhere, girl. Anywhere, like whatever you saw. Yeah. I think it was my girl. That made you cry. Okay, yeah, that's and a good back one. in 1991, yeah. and when Thomas J obviously gets stung up by the bees, yeah. and and dies like yeah. that. I was really young. I think it was like five ish or so, yeah. or, or something okay. like that. Uh, yeah, that hit me pretty hard. The, the first time I cried, and this was a, a heavy one. I uh, was watching Grave of the Fireflies. Dude. Have you guys ever seen Grave of the Fireflies? No, I have not yet. Okay. Don't, you're going to watch it once, <laughs> and you're never going to watch that movie ever uh, again. It's, so heard. it's a movie that has to do with ja- Japan during World War I yeah. and the fallout of you know, like families dying and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's this, 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 uh, the story of this boy and his sister, and his mom gets burned in the fire bombings, mm-hmm. and he has to take care of his little sister. Oh, uh, man. And he's starving to death. How old were you? Uh, oh, I don't know how old I was. I was in. I was. I was like in high school. Okay, or so you were older. Like, you weren't a yeah. kid. Okay. So I was a kid, but I had never had that kind of emotional Jeez. response to a, to a movie. Yeah. So exactly, it was an animated yeah. film. But also, I had a younger sister at that time yeah. too. Like I was roughly the same age that that boy was, and my little sister was roughly the oh, same age geez. that that little girl was. And you. she had the little the little bob oh, haircut no. too. So me and her were watching it, and I was just like, and I looked at her, and I just. I lost it, dude. Just freaking oh, lost man. it. So that's a tough movie. It's it's a it's. I would say it's a much watch watch movie. Yeah. But it's one of those one and done. Yeah. You're never gonna want to watch it again because mm. it's just emotionally gonna wreck you completely. It, it sounds it, like it. It may have been um, not in theaters, but when they showed it on TV, it may have been the Iron Giant. Ooh, when I was like twelve. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, but I also feel like I knew as a child that the Land Before Time was super sad. But yeah. I oh it. yeah. Yeah. So and I don't remember if I cried when Littlefoot I, see, lost I his didn't. mom. But like I knew it was sad. Yeah, so exactly. Maybe I did. I can't remember. I I knew there was sad moments, yeah. but like, and yeah. also there was moments where I wouldn't let myself cry because I'm like, oh well, I'm a man. I don't cry at movies, whatever. Mm. But that one just broke all my barriers. I yeah. was like, this this hits me to my core, yeah. you know. And that's when I kind of started accepting it, and that's why we're so open now. Where we just fucking we just we'll cry yeah, at a dro- right. drop of a hat. Iron Giant was the one before that. Yeah. Oh, we that's right. That was Iron Giant yeah. when we all. Saw we all God went, damn. all of us. We brought all, we brought Keller and the everybody. The whole theater we was just like weeping. <laughs> Superman! Oh no! It took oh, Cynthia like credits, but then yeah. like ten minutes after to yeah. feel okay yeah. after yeah. that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that back. movie just wrecks you. Yeah. Uh, next question comes from Gaias, who's in the hyper homie tier. Namaste, hyper homies. Hope you are doing great. I just have one hypothetical question for you three, as I'm curious about your musical choices. If you were supposed to go on a very long voyage and were only allowed three albums as your choice or your source of entertainment, what would they be? Albums which you'll enjoy even after the 3,000th loop that may be any, of any genre or language. My bed mm. is on Mad Max Fury Road. Bohemian Rhapsody soundtrack 
Dragon Awesome Mix Volume 1. Curious to know yours. Right, Cheers. That's a good question. Um, I've been listening to a lot of music th- these last few weeks, um, but I probably would have to go with, um, let's see, you were asking for specific albums. I would probably have to go with Minutes to Midnight. Um, by? By Linkin Park. Lincoln okay. Park. Uh, How the West Was Won, which uh-huh. is by Led Zeppelin. It's a live album. Okay. And my third one, I'm going to pick a sound. I'm going to pick a score. I would probably go with. Man, damn, hard. I might go with Star Wars and You Hope. That's a good call. Okay. Yeah. I don't have any score. Well, actually, the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. Doesn't Because that's like. Doesn't count. Yes, it does. It's all one <laughs> giant movie. No, it's not. <laughs> and, the, and the scores are used in every single movie. So, yes, nope. they count. Doesn't count. Um, you one movie, brother. You got two towers. Boom, you're stuck with it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Um, I would probably take. Uh, I was gonna pick a playlist. I was like, "That's kind of yeah, cheating. that's kind of cheating." So it would have to be probably Deltron Thirty Thirty. That's dude. so good. That's such a good album. You still have to listen to that one, Hector. Oh, sure, man. Uh, and then I would probably take Discovery by Daft Punk because I would need yeah. something to just like keep oh, me going. Man. Yeah, that's that's, that's one that you gotta uh, do. Yeah, tough. that was I'm tough. looking through all my artists though, and I'm just like, fuck. But Run, I need that runner one. ups, runner ups for me. I, I think would be. Strokes? I, I think runner ups for me would be Tron Legacy and Bastille. Any album You're from a big Bastille. Fan of Bastille. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, all right, I'm gonna go with. <laughs> all right, I guess. I'll Are you looking through it. your Spotify? <laughs> through your yeah, man. My I- this is li- literally my iPod. It just has all my music yeah. on it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking um, at all my artists right now. I'll go with. Um, it's a tough choice it's a real (laughs) tough choice all right here's gonna be my three first one ben folds live okay album came out when i was in high school okay i still love it and i'll still listen to it and cry at certain songs i Mm -hmm. think it's wonderful i could listen to it forever uh i'm gonna go tron legacy okay great choice all time Mm -hmm. great choice with that crazy so good all right i gotta stop and i'm gonna go with avengers endgame it's great alan sylvester dude portals is my shit dude that shit at the gym the rowing machine is toast brother i'm like oh my god the rowing machine is starting to spark like starting to spark like the portal starts playing worth he starts playing worth it and it's the part where it's the part where cap catches the hammer somehow the rowing machine is like moving across the floor yeah i'm like rowing through the gym goofy cartoon can i can i share a story really quick so i went i went to the we have a gym right by our place Mm -hmm. and i went uh two days ago and there's nothing more intimidating than feeling good that you went to the gym going Mm -hmm. up the stairs to go to the free weights and at the top of the fucking stairs is tyler hecklin lifting weights oh who plays superman on supergirl yeah and i went (laughs) i feel like shit (laughs) (laughs) i went um, oh no it's happened to me at my gym too um david ramsey who is oh really no way yeah i've seen him there a couple of times (laughs) so i'm like fuck man you got <laughs> the rope the rowing feels real <laughs> slow all of a sudden dudes that are just like yeah hey i'm like god yeah. damn it and I've seen, like, los angeles is the has the, the, the worst, worst. Place to, to attempt to yeah. go to the gym because yeah. there's the most, all these celebrities the sickest, most shredded yeah. people <clears throat> i'm like what i'm like what are you doing here Why yeah you, here? you win go, you, you, you won. won the gym you won <laughs> 
Go home and eat a donut. What are you doing? Why aren't you sitting at home on your ass yeah. watching a movie? Your yeah. own show. You exactly. Phenomenal. Yeah. Your body is exactly. Sick, dude. What are you doing? You won the war. To it's, me, it's it to me, it's the opposite because I go to a gym, a boxing gym in East LA. Yeah. To me, it's these little tiny eight year olds who are busting these combos, and I'm just like, "What are you doing? Like, I'm just gonna give up. I'm just that, that's it. I can never move as fast as this kid moves. So I'm just like, oh, better than us, but yep. And we're mine are really eight years old. To, oh to, God. You know, have the bodies that we have. <laughs> okay, next question. Are we though? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Next question comes from Philip Rosenquist, who's in the Bonjour tier. Thank you so much. Bonjour. Bonjour. Uh, Philip says, "I'm a Danish guy that ha- that has been following you guys since 2015. Wow. While I have been working in China and the Czech Republic, yeah, I know why you chose uh, this one. I cool. wish you would have told us yeah. uh, when we were there. Yeah. That would have been yeah. great. Uh, my question is: If DC and Warner kept Henry Cavill in the DCEU, how would you like to redeem the character based upon what has already happened in the DCU with Superman? Oh, sweet. Thank Jesus. you for." An always great show. We could shoot a whole other episode on that. I I would have actually just used what was already there. I would have mm-hmm. used all the material that that Zack Snyder created with the character, mm-hmm. and I would have just built off of that. And the mm-hmm. biggest thing that I would have put into that character story is humanity's love for Superman right. and what right. Superman does to win over humanity right. to prove to to mankind that he is the world's greatest hero. Right. Done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I agree, and I feel like. There's nowhere to go but up for him at this point. So we could really explore and have a movie that doesn't necessarily have like a super bad villain, but some some villain that makes him realize who he is or what he means to the world or like just something that like, I don't know. I, I don't even know where to where to begin, but like have more of an emotional connection between Clark Kent and the people of Earth who he feels so closely connected to. Mm. And we're, we're missing that, but that's still a place where they could go in these movies. This Superman that they left us with is not irredeemable. Like, he's still oh, yeah. got plenty of story totally. to tell. Yeah. yeah. And it should be Cavill. There's seeds. The seeds are all there. Yeah. Like, you can make it all work great. Yeah. I think yeah. thematically I might use Bizarro to tell that story. Sure. That, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Talking mm-hmm. about to have Luther or somebody make a, a Superman clone mm-hmm. right? who is at first the same, and then all of a sudden you're like, this guy's a dick. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then the world is like, we don't like Superman. Yeah. Just kind of like how the real world is. Yep. Yeah. And and uh, <laughs> who was it? Did we talk about this last week? Uh-huh. No, I think it was uh, my buddy Cameron Rice who said he saw somewhere online that he feels like the observation is right now the people think of the X-Men movies the way that the Marvel Universe in-universe think of the actual X-Men yeah. versus the Avengers. Yeah. Mm. Everyone loves the Avengers movies and the X-Men movies are all like, oh, we don't love yeah. It's just like how those teams are in that world. Yeah, so like, yeah. exactly. Do a story about how Superman maybe isn't thought of so highly right but then by the end of that movie you win everybody over exactly the world exactly the audience yep. but yep. the world people and walk the, out of that going if, he's my favorite yeah if there were people that were already superman supporters great you know who that's represented by mm-hmm. bibbo bibowski mm-hmm. yep. you know what i mean like the superman characters that are loyal the jimmy olsen yeah. lois lane well Absolutely. he's dead <laughs> yeah. never mind can't do that uh but you know what i mean like the supporting characters that are important yeah. to the superman uh, world <laughs> like jimmy know, olsen like, yeah. uh, like um uh you know like perry white and shit like oh yeah 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 with great actors and lois and everything and and Focus on that and have Bizarro be. I would have Bizarro be this thing that that at first people are like, no, Superman's. I don't like him, and then yeah. you reveal this guy is Bizarro, right? Yeah. And Luther's trying to like frame him or something, right, and right. then have the real Superman. You know, have a scene where he goes to save somebody, and that person's like, "You suck, dude," and he's yeah. just like, "That's fine. I'm gonna save you." Still. Yeah, yeah. I'm right, su- right, this right. is what I'm gonna this do. This is who I am. I care about yep. you. You yep. you can say you don't mm-hmm. like me, you hate me. I get it. I'm gonna, you know, I care about you. Yeah. And, and, and you put in that scene with um. From All Star Superman, the greatest Superman moment where yeah. he saves a woman from committing suicide. Yep, yeah. yep. That's Those the, kinds of yep. you know, and just like that's the movie. That's it. Yep. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, it's self-contained. It's very reflective. That's mm-hmm. where Superman 
needs shines. to go. Yeah. That's where he shines. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question comes from Jamaica Raquel Hayes, who's in the Gritos mm-hmm. tier. Did, it, did she get one? Oh, yeah, she got a half one in the in the. Free, in, you better in the give front. her a full one, homie. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, I had to block the microphone <laughs> on that one. Uh, I know there are a ton of book clubs out there, and even some of uh, even some that you guys have led, Uh-oh. but I'm kind of feeling a hyper homies book club in oh, the future. No. Yes, oh, no. no. Love you oh, guys. Man. Keep being you. So <sighs> Can I stop you right there before you add this sucker to a fucking Patreon team? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If and when we get to do Invincible, yeah. I feel like that's the beginning of, of that. a book club. Exactly. Yeah. I would love to do a maybe like a once a week comic yeah. club. Yeah. Or a hey, we're gonna look at this comic this month right. or yeah, whatever. Right. Like that'd be rad. I'd love to do tying into movies that are coming yeah. out. That would be rad. I would be rad but if this was my full time job. Yeah. Right. That's <laughs> it's it's just a it's just a matter of scheduling yeah. and you know, once we yeah. have everything kind of figured out with our schedule yeah well-oiled machine and that exactly and it goes back to the same thing about the tv stuff like doing a full season of tv is a really really big commitment mm-hmm. and you know if it's a shortened season it's more plausible but if it's like a 23 binge, 23 episode binge mm-hmm. it requires a lot of planning a lot of time and again if this was something that we were doing full-time it'd be possible these are all great ideas that we can potentially like yeah. put on a list of like to do's yeah. once we get to a certain point. Right. You know exactly. I know that, um, on DC universe communities there do this anyway. They yeah, do book clubs. They have book clubs. Yeah. They have stuff that they kind of together come together and like read during that month. Maybe that like the hyper homies on our Patreon, maybe Jamaica you know I mean? organizes a book can, club can, like, for the homies. And it could be yeah. something that we make wrecks. Yeah. Right, stuff, right. But right. it's not necessarily a show. It's right. just mm-hmm. us just like, you know, here's a yeah. great book. Tuning in, check yeah. it in, be like, hey, you know, or maybe Dark even Phoenix they record like a quick little session that they had talking sure. about their favorite books. We could cut I, it in. We could I, splice it in, right? I love the we idea. We might be able to splice it in. This community, our mm-hmm. community, would like want to do that with each other. Which yeah, I think is yeah. Awesome. that could be yeah. awesome. Yeah. That would be again, cool. regardless of whether it's like a thing we record or it's yeah. a show or whatever, yeah. to just be able to like. You know, maybe even the three of us can figure out or whatever, something that's like, hey, the month of June, the book club book is, you know, whatever you guys want to do. Yeah. What book? June. Oh, yeah. Movies coming out. Oh, movies coming out in June. Comic book movie. Uh, Dark Phoenix. That's June? I thought that was May. No, it's June. June June 7th. Then it would be like, you know, the Dark Phoenix saga. The Dark Phoenix saga. Yeah. Chris Claremont. John Mm -hmm. Byrne. Everybody read that. Everybody read it. And then if you're in LA, maybe we'll drop by a session of you guys or something like that. I don't know. I mean, no, but seriously, no, I think. Yeah, we'll come into your house or like. What you reading? Yeah. What you reading, fool? What's your snacks? No, but it's true. I think it would be really cool. You got any beers? I think it would be really cool if the community did get together and did start putting something like that. So we can sort of get a gauge and a feeling of like, how many people are actually interested in this? And then we can find a way of like how we can contribute to it, whether it is like giving you recommendations. And at the end, of the month we do like a little three paragraph little review of like what our personal thoughts were yeah. as like mm-hmm. a post and then you guys can start talking about it in the comments of that like there's plenty of things that we Lots can do of things. Yeah, um, thank you for the so but yeah it's a great suggestion that's awesome make it uh, happen jamaica last question of the night from no jose paz <laughs> Uh, who's in the hyper homie tier also yeah no pressure hey guys i'm a huge fan of your work i was wondering if you guys had uh, other hobbies besides movies mm-hmm. television or comic books i love to crochet <laughs> Crochet when I can. You nice. do not crochet. I have an extensive stamp collection. Um, I'm, I like to golf. I'm a golfer. Uh, I'm fixing up an old car right I've now. I've seen your room, Hector. You do not <laughs> crochet. What? what are you talking about? I'm fixing up an old. <laughs> he crochets comic books from other comic books. It's just a hobby that I have. Um, you know, I'm writing a book. Um, Billionaire genius, playboy philanthropist. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's the title. That's the title. You know, of the book. that's all. Yeah, I'm raising a child. Or how to be brown I, I in Hollywood. I adopted a kid. You dropped how it. How to be brown. I did. That's I that's your that's your book name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is watching hockey. I guess that's a hobby. Uh, and photography. I'm really big into photography. That's right. You take some good pictures. Thanks. 
my homie. Mm-hmm. I, I'm into way too much stuff. Mm-hmm. You're the hobby I'm master. Le- I'm legit fixing two old motorcycles right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I was making fun of you just now. I'm sorry, yeah, man. no. <laughs> I'm doing things as a bit. Like, yeah, no. I'm like, I don't have any time. <laughs> and you're like, no, for real. Uh, I no, I like I have two motorcycles. two motorcycles that I'm fixing yeah. right now. I'm building a loft in my garage tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm growing an avo- avocado tree, which I'm really into right now. So I'm starting to learn about dirt biology. I feel like um, when you get a house, that's when you get hobbies. That's like basically what hobbies, happens. Yeah, yeah like uh, what else? Extensions of housework. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what it yeah. is, basically. Like, Pulling roots out the ground. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was weed whacking last yeah. weekend. Yeah. Like, your hobby no is joke. Nesting. Your hobby like, is making your house awesome. Well, that's the thing. Like, yeah. there's a wall that needs to be repaired, so I'm kind of learning, like, how, what it would take to rebuild a cinder block wall. So there's yeah. just... The one in the backyard? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That, that, that leaning The slanted wall. one? Yes, that <laughs> leaning wall. I hope you stay the fuck away when those <laughs> bricks come down. I, Holy that's shit. That's what I'm saying. Seriously. That thing's leaning like crazy. <laughs> What else? I play drums. Um, camping. What else do I do? I love camping. Yeah. 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 Uh, backpacking. I'm, I'm backpacking I'm, next I'm, month. I'm loving the fact that I get to travel a lot more. Mm-hmm. Traveling, dude. I was looking at our talk pictures sure. yesterday, and I was like, "Fuck, we need to do this again." Yeah. Like traveling is a big priority for me now Boxing. as well, too. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Well, that's my workout. Martial arts. Sure. I don't do martial arts. Well, I, guess. <laughs> I did. I have done a little bit of fly fishing. Yeah. Spelling bees. That was the other thing too. <laughs> a lot of people have asked about us traveling. Again. If Patreon does well, then there's opportunities for that or sponsors. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, this becomes more of a full-time thing, then yes, there is more time for that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Cool. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure there's going to be a million other things that I'm into Probably. afterwards. So Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Hey cool. Man, have you seen Shazam yet? No, that's ah. the problem. I haven't seen Shazam, <laughs> and I've only seen Infinity War once because of all this Endgame. shit going Endgame. on. Endgame. Oh yeah, sorry, Endgame. Yeah, see, yeah. I'm all confused yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, see, I've uh, only seen Endgame once because I have so much. Like all this really weekend. Helped. All this weekend is literally building a loft in my garage. So. Oh, my God. You'll get it done. <laughs> I'm going to Disneyland on Sunday. I'm really yep. excited. Son of yeah. a I've been putting that on the back burner for like three and months. And I'm getting married in October. So that's, right. that's happening too. I know, man. So hey, man. much shit going on. Nice hey, knowing you. Once you get married, it'll get easy. No, it'll just be... <laughs> Just gonna be building houses more. on houses. I know, right? <laughs> oh man. Uh but guys, thank you so much for all the amazing questions. Thank yeah, you for everybody you. for watching. Uh if you have any comments on anything that we talked about, any other Easter eggs you might have found in Avengers Endgame, please let us know. If you have any other suggestions on things that you would like to see us potentially do on Patreon, either go to the Patreon and let us know in the community tab or let us know in the comments below. And again, like we're all about working with you guys and seeing things that you would like us to do that are within reason that we actually can that we can do and we can accomplish. Mm-hmm. Starting out obviously moving commentaries once a month that's something that's really fun for us to be able to just watch and and introduce each other to new movies and all kinds of stuff so we thank you guys for your support if you're on the podcast jump over to the youtube channel if you're on the youtube channel get the podcast on the go uh i love seeing posts and and tweets from people who are listening to podcasts on the go it's great yeah. i'm really glad that you yeah. guys are using utilizing that yeah so thank you guys so much for watching and uh, we'll catch you next week <laughs>